I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to The Trader, a Traders podcast. My name's Matthew and I'm a writer, reality competition TV fanatic and a 100% faithful. Promise. The Trader is usually a deep dive into each episode of the reality TV show The Traitors, but this episode is a unique one. I know I said my last episode on the Traitors US reunion was definitely the last time I would look at the series and that I was leaving it behind now and it was all very sad, but I just couldn't resist dipping back in for some more behind the scenes intel and I had the perfect person to do it with. I spoke to podcast returnee, Traitors US faithful and Traitors US reunion attendee Amanda Clark, who not only had a great chat with me about the show, but who was ready and willing to lay it all out on the table and answer any question I had about the entire Traitors experience. Get ready because Amanda does not hold anything back in our conversation. You're going to love this. Here we go. My guest on this special magical bonus episode of The Trader is Amanda. Amanda, welcome back to The Trader Podcast. How are you doing? I'm doing so well. I'm so excited. And I think that we're going to have a great time. I think so too. Based on what you've told me already, we're going to hear so much from you. Last time we spoke, uh, your your new home was in a state of construction, refurbishment. Yeah. How How is yeah. that all going? It is still like that. It has been like that for over two years. Um, but we just put in the master shower a couple weeks ago. So, I mean, you know, it's getting there. It's just a process, you know, but yes. we're getting there. <laughs> I've been keeping up to date on Instagram and voting every time you offer up like a selection of like what tiles should we choose? And so <laughs> 
Instagram has spoken. So I've been trying to get my husband to stay in our doors for probably a year. I've been talking about this and he kept saying, no, we're going to paint him white. And Instagram spoke and we're going to stain him. So it's very exciting. (laughs) Just ask Instagram, home home done. Uh, Last time we spoke as well, there hadn't even been a reunion episode announced, never mind filmed or broadcast. So Mm -hmm. I have so many other questions to ask you now since then. Before we get into it, we're we're going to go for round two of the Trader Traitor. So I'll explain this for any listeners who don't know the game. Our goal throughout this interview from here on in is to tell one lie to one another. The lie has to be a fabrication, a made-up fact, big or small. It can't be a fake opinion, like saying you hated filming in New York City, but actually you really loved filming in New York City. At the end of the interview, we'll then put our traitor hunting skills to the test and decide what we thought the other person's lie was. Last time, we successfully betrayed one another, so mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see if we can keep it up this time. Does that sound good? I think it sounds great. Okay, let's do it. I'm going to get to you this time! <laughs> <laughs> so, Amanda, something actually, before we even get to the reunion episode, there was something I wanted to ask you last time about the show itself, and I didn't ask you. Which of the missions after you left do you wish you had taken part in? This is, oh my goodness, I have so many feelings. So I, (laughs) the first day, you didn't get to see this, of course, because my edit was so small, but I was like, I want to jump out of an airplane. That was my goal. I was like, put me in an airplane. I've always wanted to do it. Like, let's go. And so watching it back and seeing that they had that for the last episode, I was like, oh, I felt so robbed. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, Angelica, I spoke to Angelica um, on the last episode and she said the same thing. She said she wished she had got to jump out of the helicopter. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, maybe that. we and her should like do that as like a date. Like we should just like get together <laughs> and like jump out of an airplane and do, I don't know, a reel out of it or something. Yeah. You could have your own like YouTube video. You could do a whole thing, a whole series. When we last spoke as well, as far as I know, unless you were also lying to me about this, you didn't even know about the reunion show. So how did you find out about it? How much time did you have to prepare for that? So we didn't know that it was even going to happen until like two weeks before. So I feel like there was almost zero preparation time. Um, and I was kind of caught off guard too, because I just didn't expect that. I was like, what is like, what what are we even going to talk about at the reunion? And they always, I don't know, all my friends were like, you need to like have like drama or beef because I've never really watched a reunion show before. And I was like, well, I didn't have any of that. Like, you know, I didn't have the opportunity to have any drama or beef with anyone. So I was, I was so nervous for it because I don't know, I was afraid I was going to get cut out of it again. <laughs> cut out of the show, cut out of the reunion. I had like very like anxious feelings going okay. into it. And now you don't need to talk money and figures. We don't need to go there. Did Were people given appearance fees or something like that for appearing on the reunion? Yes, we were. We were. So they actually offered us an initial amount, which a lot of us were really happy with. 
but word on the street is that Kate was not happy with it. And so <laughs> she did her Kate thing, which we all love and appreciate. And then a second offer was made. A much more cushy offer was made. Okay, excellent. Well done, Kate. <laughs> yeah, I know. We love her. Who were you most excited to see then after after so much time since you had really filmed initially? So I was... I mean, everybody knows that me and Michael are like besties and me and Rachel. So I was really excited to see them. Um, also Christian and Geraldine, but I had just seen them like the week before. We didn't even know. Like I went out to Los Angeles to see them and we had no idea that a reunion was going to happen. So yeah. I was like super stoked to see them too, but I had just seen them. So excitement level, like level 9,000 seeing Rachel and Michael in person again. <laughs> And since I've asked who you were most excited to see, I have to ask, what was there anyone you were least excited to see? Um, I didn't I don't really have any like beef with anybody. Um, I think I was just like least excited to maybe see Andy Cohen because like I don't know, I just had like a lot of like bad feelings going into the reunion. Like I just knew that it wasn't gonna be anything that I would want it to be. <laughs> yeah. So, what? Well, how was that then? How was it? How was it being on set with Andy Cohen and being in the and the and the TV studio? What What was the experience like? Um. So I think that getting like all dolled up by the Bravo team was amazing. Like they are so talented. I didn't even look like myself. I was like, <laughs> who Who am I? So that was the most exciting. But actually, like, being on set, like, I don't know if you've seen any of, like, the stills up for me personally, but, like, I look pissed in all of them. <laughs> and, like, I'm, like, doing this a lot, like, putting my tongue, like, against my cheek, and I do that whenever I'm really angry. And I feel like in every single photo that they have of me, even afterwards, they're like, let's get some photos. And I was like, no, no, thank you. They're like, Amanda, say this line to the camera. And I was like, fuck no, I'm not doing that. Like, <laughs> I was so, I was in such a bad mood. I was like, I'm not doing it. <laughs> Now, when I, I mentioned Angelica, who I spoke to not long ago, she commented on, she she thought it was really unfair that the reunion episode really didn't make any reference to how or when you left the show. Did, mm -hmm. did, did Andy Cohen ask you about that and it just didn't make the cut or was, was there just no reference to it at all? So I'm, I love that you asked this. Um, I was told, I literally was in my dress. I had this beautiful dress on, these gold earrings. I just felt like a million dollars, you know? And someone someone from production came into where I was at and they're like, hey, Amanda, we're going to do, um, I forget what they, like a bit basically about you leaving with COVID. Just don't get into the weeds about it. And I was like, awesome, I can do that. I'm just excited that we're going to talk about it, you know, because it affected the game so much. It like ruined alliances. It totally changed the game for everybody. Um, and the fans wanted to know. So I was like, this is great. Didn't happen. Didn't even ask me about it. So I got yeah. on set. Nope. And like they have like um, they had like a little TV, like a teleprompter there. And like they were scrolling like through the different like topics that they wanted to talk about and one of them did say like I, I saw my name and I was like are you guys kidding like we just skipped it and that's whenever I think like I was already upset like from the beginning of the reunion um we can talk about that then but I was like I just want out of here <laughs> I was so I felt so disrespected 
especially whenever production always said that they cared about us and like our health and our mental health. And I was like, well, in Scotland, you showed me you didn't care about my health. And now you're showing me you really don't care about my mental health either. So I felt really, I felt really disrespected and jaded from the whole experience. Yeah. And I think it's fair for me to feel that way. Yeah. And what, what can, maybe you can elaborate. You said even in Scotland, you felt like they didn't care about certain things. What, what um, do you mean by that? So for me, whenever I arrived in Scotland, I was quarantined for five days and then I was told I was going to be on the show and then I was allowed on set. So I had all of my, you know, and I was boosted. I had tested those five days, you know, and I had quarantined and then I was going fresh on set. I had, I did not have COVID, right? Yeah. That was not the same for everybody. Okay. So people were flying in and I'm not going to name names, but we all know there was an original player who had COVID because it's been talked about. Um, Cody talked about it on a podcast. I don't know if you were familiar with that. And Brandy and Reza talked about it on a podcast. Uh, an original player who um, was then removed from the game and an alternate was brought in. We had to refilm the whole first episode over. I did not know that. No. Yeah. Yeah. So Cody went on his, I went on a podcast and talked about it. The original player's name was Kevin and he was this wonderful guy. Um, he used to be in the NFL, but he flew in like two days before filming. So he didn't quarantine the amount of time that other people had. And same with a few of the celebrities as well. So he was allowed on set and then he tested positive that day. And he was, and I was on the train with him. Like we had like a little, there was like you could sit four of us together. So it was yeah. me and Kevin like across from each other sharing like the same cup of like tea. So, so does that explain why there's no episode of the Traitors US where we see you all arriving on the train? Correct. Because they had to cut him out and he's huge. He used to be an NFL player. He was like six <laughs> foot eight. You cannot miss this man. Yeah. Um, beautiful, huge man. He was amazing. And I feel like he got so robbed too, but like if he was brought in earlier, you know, and quarantined yeah. with everybody else, you know, we could probably avoided this whole situation. And a lot of people have come after me and they're like, well, if you got COVID, how, how come nobody else got COVID? And to that, I would like to say, yeah, it would be really odd if I was the only one that, that got COVID from that, right? Or maybe, maybe it's that other people were testing positive, but they were just too far in the show to be taken out. I see. And, yeah. And I'm not making that up. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I know you're not. <laughs> so how long was Kevin there then before they, uh, they tested positive? So we were filming and we had only filmed like half of the day and okay. we were told that he had tested positive. Okay. Yeah, this all makes sense now because... I've I've spoken to several people about the fact that you filmed a day on the train and arriving and it just doesn't make the show, especially because in the UK version, which is obviously all filmed in the exact same place, the start mm -hmm. of the UK show is everybody on the train and meeting at the train station. And so it did feel strange that that wasn't part of the US show. Mm -hmm. So I, I guess this makes it clearer now. <laughs> it all makes sense now whenever you have like all of the context. And that's why I say I really don't think that they cared about our health because if they truly cared about health and like COVID, everyone would have been abiding by the same rules, not depending on like who you are and where you come from. Yeah. And that's just not how it was. And they put my health at risk 
and I ended up getting sick and then getting this huge opportunity taken from me. Yeah. Um, and then to not even address it at the reunion chapter, you told me like somebody came and told me that we were going to do that. I was, I was just a little, I was a little pissed off, you know, yeah, rightfully yeah. so. Um, and that was on top of, I don't, you did watch the reunion, right? Yeah. And you know how in the beginning they like were asking everybody about their babies and like people being pregnant, which I'm a hundred percent so supportive of all of my cast members and their children. And I think they're all beautiful and I'm so happy for them. But like, can a girl get a trigger warning at all? Like they did not even give me the respect to be like, Hey Amanda, we're also going to talk about this. And we know you've been trying for two years unsuccessfully and like that you really want kids. Um, <clears throat> so just as a, because we respect you as a person, we're going to just give you a little trigger warning. Yeah. You know, I didn't even get that. Yeah. So yeah. I was already like, I just felt like, wow, these people really don't give a shit about me at all. Like at all, not about anything. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not a parent and I don't want to be a parent, but I, even I can see that that would be really difficult to have to sit and listen to everyone else talk about that. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I, and it's not that like I can be put in a situation. We can talk about kids. I love, I love kids. I love talking about them. But like, just give give me some like respect, like as a human being at all, right? Like, yeah. Especially when there are cameras on you, you know. <laughs> so that's an extra layer of pressure. Mhm. Mm mhm. Mm yeah. It was. Um, it was really frustrating. Yeah, a bit. Do you think the reason then that the didn't ask you while filming about COVID was because they didn't want to bring up, you know, they, they didn't want to accidentally bring up the fact that other people had COVID. So they just decided, let's just not ask, you know. Um, I think that, to be honest with you, like, I don't think it's that. I think it's just that they don't really value me or my story. Um, and they don't see me as like an asset. So... Yeah. who cares how I feel. Right. So I just feel that's my personal feeling. Um, and I told, I told them that I was upset, you know, I accidentally, so like you, you've like talked to me before. So, you know, like I kind of like say some stuff like, um, like I'm, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like people don't understand how I mean things whenever I say them, but I, I accidentally told, um, one of like the higher ups, I was like, man, you guys are like my 13th reason why at this point. And like, I was just joking, but I was like, I had no idea who I was talking to. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh, they're going to try and commit me for saying that. But I was just so like emotional and so, um, so upset by what had happened. <laughs> yeah. On top of that, as well as not being asked about why you left the show, you know, was it was it frustrating that several of the faithfuls essentially weren't given any screen time for the reunion episodes? Was there a lot more filming that was cut? You know, how much how much work did you get to speak during the filming that just didn't make it to the show? So at the reunion, I was actually the first person to talk. So Andy, okay. um, Andy kind of addressed the group. And, you know, um, I was the first person to speak. A lot of the other um normies were were speaking shelby came out fighting that day she was amazing um and really tried to have her voice heard and they just cut all of it and you got what you got because i guess that's 
that's the storylines that they value. Those are the voices that they value and they don't value our voice. So they just act like we don't exist. <laughs> yeah. Which and is what, really frustrating, right? Because like you get this experience and you're like, oh my gosh, this is going to be amazing. And you get so excited and then you get like treated like that. And it's, it's like so much cognitive dissonance. Cause you're like, man, I was really excited for the opportunity, but like, is it worth being like trampled on and like not seen as a human being by these people? So it's like a lot of, a lot of feelings. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, must be even more frustrating is something that David Bloomberg, who's a previous guest on the podcast, David is a reality TV expert and he has a podcast all about Survivor. He also suggested that it's not as if there were time constraints because it's not it wasn't on like network TV. It's a streaming service. So they could have made the reunion episode as long as they wanted. So it's not like they could say, oh, we had to cut things out because we just didn't have the time. They could have made it like a two-hour reunion episode. So. Correct. Correct. And that was something that one of, I don't some somebody from production said to me whenever I had expressed it. They're like, oh, well, maybe they just didn't, they didn't have time. And they said it to me in the most condescending tone. And I was a little, I had drank a little bit and I was like, I'm going <laughs> to like fist fight this person. <laughs> if I don't get out of here. So I was just like, mm, you know, like, mm, okay. Yeah. But yeah, so it was really frustrating. And and it just, like I said, they just choose whose voice they want to elevate and whose voice they find to be important. And I guess what they think the fans want, but like the fans loved the normies, right? And like wanted to see more of them. So it's just really unfortunate that um that they don't value us. Yeah. Or only value some of us, I guess I should say. Yeah. Did anything come up in discussions during the reunion episode that you didn't know about or was a surprise to you? You know, did anyone say anything that you were shocked or surprised by or that you hadn't known anything about? Um, not, not that I didn't know anything about just because we've been talking a lot, but something that I was really, I guess, like surprised about and like in the moment, I didn't know what to say, but like now looking back on it, I wish I would have said something, but they, they wouldn't have shown it anyway, I'm sure, was Ari told me that um, that he wanted to win and give the money to me mm -hmm. for my fertility treatments. And he had said that at the reunion. He said that to me and was like, I wanted to pay, I don't know, to be honest with you, I didn't watch the reunion because I was just too jaded. So <laughs> I'm sure that didn't make air. But um and whenever he said it to me, I was like, oh, thank you. But like looking back, I was like, then why did you quit, Ari? Like, I don't want to give Ari shit because he's a great person. But like, then why did you quit? Like, you know, you were right there. Nobody else was voting for you. Like, if you truly saw my struggle that I'm going through and like, honestly, like fertility is very expensive. Um, why did you quit, brother? Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, cause, and I've seen him saying a lot of... Um, interviews well it was it was about who needed the money more well if you were fighting on my behalf i need the money too honey you know so i think <laughs> that you know whenever he said that to me i was like so appreciative that someone would think about me but then i was like wait a second then why did you bow out like you should have won for me ari you know <laughs> <laughs> he could have been like my knight in shining armor he could have been yeah did you get the impression anyone 
at the reunion filming wasn't being themselves or wasn't being honest or was being very careful with what they said? Um, I think that a lot of people, okay, not a lot of people. I think that there is, how do I say it? There might be some, I don't want to say animosity, but just like there's still a lot of hurt feelings around the final episode. Yeah. Um, a lot of those hurt feelings are towards Suri. Um, but I also, I also think that it's, it's, it's good for people to be more reserved whenever, whenever, I don't know how to say this. Hold on. You can cut all this out, right? <laughs> yeah. I don't know how I want to, hold on. How do I want to say this? Um, I could tell that some people were being a little bit more reserved with how they were approaching Suri. And I think that's probably the best thing for them to do because the Suri fans will come after you. Yeah. <laughs> and I think they know that. And I think that some people have had that. I know that Andy has been a victim to some of Suri's fans on Twitter. So, yeah. And people have been very nasty to Andy. And I think I just, like, if you don't mind, I just kind of want to take this time that like, um, you know, if you have, if anybody listening has any type of feelings or a way that they think about Andy, um, to just, you know, fuck off. Andy is a beautiful person. And if you met them, you would love them. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, Andy has received so much hate, um, not even just for the show, but just, um, being open about their transition and, and their journey. And, mm -hmm. um, people are just really nasty and say some really nasty things. Yeah. And it's what's like really ironic is a lot of, I don't know if backlash is the right word because that implies that somebody's done something wrong, but a lot, a lot of people online will say to Andy and Quentin, like, oh, it was just a game. It was just a game. Stop getting upset. And that's fine. But if, if your argument is it's just a game, also then don't go onto their Twitter and like post horrible messages at them. Like yes. don't, don't say nasty stuff. If you think it was just a game and no, they mm -hmm. shouldn't be taking it so seriously. Well then also as a viewer, don't take it so seriously. Leave people alone. So yeah. And let them have their feelings right yeah. now. I think, see, I think that they are entitled to all of the things that they are feeling. Um, and Suri got to clap back too. Um, you know, at the reunion, Suri was like, I don't know you anything. Yeah, you know, so let them have their feelings. They already hashed it out with Suri, and you don't really need to come after people. But people are going to do what they do. People came after me for a lot of things too, so I get it. Why, why also, did people come after you? Oh, I'll, I'll tell you. But also at the reunion, they were misgendering Andy as well. They kept referring to Andy by their dead pronouns, and yeah, yeah so like she her and so that's another thing like if they really cared about mental health don't you think they would have you know worked that into the the teleprompter but instead they had they had like andy cohen asks andy our andy yeah. a question and she responds like that kind of stuff i was like seriously like did you guys put no thought into this or like any respect for any of us like it was just who does that i don't know you asked um, how, what people were coming after me for. Yeah. People didn't believe that I had COVID. So I got a lot of nasty messages saying that I quit and that I um, was a waste of space on the show. Um, just because my edit was cut short too. People were saying that I was a floater and that, I, that basically I was a waste of space and I should have let somebody else 
on the show. Like I shouldn't even have applied if I didn't want to play. And I was like, you, you guys just don't see what I, I was actually doing. You know, you don't see how hard I was trying to figure out who the traitors were. I was acute. I thought Shelby was a traitor. I was coming after her hard and you don't see that, but and, you know, she wasn't, but she was lying about something and we could all tell. Like, we were like, she is shady about something. <laughs> but it was just that she wasn't a kindergarten teacher, yeah. so. <laughs> you know, and you don't, you don't get to see that because, you know, they didn't show much, you know, my edit sucked. But, um, so people were just coming after me saying nasty things. I actually had to block a lot of people on Instagram. Yeah. I just can't fathom that. I can't fathom, like, why you would spend your time to go onto, like, someone's social media who you've seen on tv to express some horrible negative like oh, i mean oh, i just i just can't understand the effort of of doing that and like what you expect to get out of it it's just the most unpleasant thing ever i don't know um but like i could tell that some of them were making like fake accounts like i would block them and then i would get like and i'm like this sounds like the same tone of the yeah. person i just blocked and this is a new instagram account so like they put a lot of effort into it yeah. um one person was like uh i wish that you would have gotten out because you made racist tweets like that's what somebody actually said to me they're like the reason that you got out was stupid <laughs> i was I was like, okay, you know, having a communicable disease. That's stupid, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. I know. Uh, I was like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The last time I spoke to you, we were being very spoiler-free because at that point I hadn't covered every episode in the show and I knew that some listeners wouldn't have seen what happened at the end. But now we can talk spoiler-full. You, you know, we know what happened at the end. No, we know Suri is the winner. So Suri's now I can ask you, what what did you think about the finale? What do you think about Suri as a winner? What, what's, what was your reaction? So... I love that Suri won because Suri is a nurse and I wanted a nurse to win, whether it be me or her. And I still say that if I wouldn't have got out from COVID, a nurse would have won, but it wouldn't have been Suri. <laughs> you know, put that, write that down. Um, but I think that Suri played the game. She was masterful in it, you know? And something that I've said before is in that game, um, it's really good to listen, right? Just to listen to everything going around you going on around you. And I love that that's what she did because she played how I would have played, right? She played viciously. And I respect her so much for that. And she deserves every single penny that she has. Yeah. Yeah, and, I loved um... it. <laughs> she was like a ninja. She was like, a, she was a 
Um, Michael calls her a cerebral assassin, and that's exactly <laughs> what she was. And, and you you have to respect it. Yeah. So much of of the I guess so much of the reunion episode, and then so much of the talk online since since the show is all about how you know Ceri's tactics for winning. Like, was it unfair that she used people's personal connections to gain an advantage? What I mean, what's your take on it? Do you think do you think there's a wrong way to play the game? No. Um. I don't think that there is as as long as you're like staying within the, the rules that that were provided, which she did. Um, and I have to think about it like this, like on the, being an outsider looking in, um, you can be like, oh, man, that's you know, that sucks. And I know Quentin and I know Andy and I know, and I know their stories. Right. But in that game, you're I mean, it's called the traitors. You're trying to get people who trust you and then you're going to backstab them. And that's she she did that. And I and I respect that she did that. And I I think she 100 percent deserved the win. And if I was in her shoes, I would have done the exact same thing. You know, I would have I would have done anything to get that to get that money. Yeah. Now, granted. I'm one of those people that I feel bad after I do something that like I feel is a little unfair. So I probably would have like Venmoed Quentin and Andy money, you know, and people, people could be like, oh, no, you wouldn't. I, I don't know. I think I, I think I would. I think I would have. <laughs> so, Amanda, the end of the reunion episode finishes with Alan alluding mm -hmm. to a second season of The Traitors. And it seems like Alan will be back for it. What do you think, if anything, should be changed in the next season of The Traitors? So hopefully they're going to change, you know, the missions and maybe change the rules around just to make the game a little bit more interesting. Um, but my hope is, as someone being, you know, someone who was a contestant, I hope that they change um, their COVID policy. And I hope that everyone is quarantining the same amount. I think that um, whenever I found out that there were people there who hadn't quarantined, I expressed my concern. There was a woman named Beth who was part of welfare. And I was like, I don't feel okay about this, you know, as someone who works with COVID um, and knows what it can do. So I hope that they change that for the other contestants. So nobody has to go through what I went through because it really sucks. <laughs> yeah. And I know we, I'm, I'm jumping back a little bit because we talked about this earlier, but it did make sense to me when, when we first spoke and you talked about how you had COVID and you had to leave. I suppose I did think at the time, oh, that's weird that no one else got COVID. But I I thought, oh, it must just be someone on like the crew, like on the film crew, someone on this behind this behind the scenes. <laughs> um, but I guess... I guess, as you're saying, that's maybe not really the case. It was, mm -hmm. we're talking about cast as well as crew, I guess. Yeah. Now, my understanding is that some of the crew members did get it as well, but I don't know. That wasn't like, that was just kind of alluded. That wasn't 100%, you know, confirmed. Okay. Now that, you know, the, the assume, I'm assuming everyone listening to this podcast has seen the whole show they've seen the reunion they probably mm -hmm. are a fan and that's why they're listening what is now you've you've spilled a lot of tea already 
what is one thing that you think would maybe blow people's minds or one thing doesn't have to blow people's minds but one thing that would be surprising to viewers or something that we probably don't know about that you could tell us oh something that you don't know about that i can tell you yeah i already spilled so much tea (laughs) um it could be about the reunion, the, the main well, show, filming. I feel like, I feel like this kind of goes back to something that they could change to, right? Is whenever contestants were, whenever we were driving to the castle from our lodgings, um, we were told like no gameplay, no gameplay, right? Um, that wasn't really enforced. So there were so many off-screen conversations that happened that you didn't get to see and like alliances formed and like bonds that happened that you didn't get to see. Um, And I would even say, I would even say to people, I'm like, maybe we should just like save this for the show, you know? Um, But I, looking back on it, it's like, I, if I was a trader, I could have easily been like, you know, Michael and I were together and been like, Hey, I'm a trader. Like let's form an alliance. You know, (laughs) nobody would have known because like, they just wouldn't have known. So I just feel like they really need to keep like uh, more tabs on the contestants than they, than they do. Oh my gosh. Here's one. Rachel snuck out of her hotel room and came to my hotel room. (laughs) She did. This was, um, this was actually after, um, after like, I think she was already removed from the show though. I think that she had already been banished. But I had stayed because, like, I had to quarantine because I had COVID. And, yeah, I got a knock on the door one day, and Rachel, like, comes in, and she's like, I'm like, what are you doing here? And she's like, I snuck out. I'm like, how did you sneak out? And I won't <laughs> say exactly how she snuck out, but she snuck out. And then they actually came to my room looking for her, and I hid her under my bed. And they're like, <laughs> have you seen Rachel? And I was like, no, I haven't seen her at all why and they're like we can't find her like she she snuck out and i was like oh weird (laughs) ballsy you know (laughs) so we we've been playing a game and we're not quite at the end of our game yet we've been playing the trader traitor but i decided that because this is an extra special episode uh we should play a second game so Amanda, okay. I have a quiz, a traitor's quiz for you. I have 10 questions all about the US traitors. I'm going to put you to the test, check okay. your knowledge. How are you on quizzes? Um, you know, I passed the NCLEX from a nursing license, so I think I'm okay. I, I can <laughs> at least get it like a C probably. <laughs> okay. Some of them are multiple choice. So, you know, I'm giving you options for some of them. Others, we'll see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ten questions, the traitor's quiz, here we go. Question one. What was the name of the loch near Ardross Castle where the finale mission was filmed? Oh my gosh, I don't even... Um, loch Ness. The answer is not Loch Ness. Do you oh, know what God. I'm going to do? I'm going to give you two options and okay. you can choose the one you think it is. Is okay. it Loch Glass or Loch Ice? Okay, we're going to go with Loch Glass. Yes, you're correct. It's Loch Glass. I, we'll so give can you that I, one. 
Can I give you a fair warning? I fast forwarded through a lot of the episodes. I was just like, like I already know what happens, and I just wanted to see like the end, and I did do that. Okay. On that episode. Not every question is episode specific. So some of it you you will know, but some of it's just about um, contestants and things like that. Question two. Alan, Alan Cumming, celebrated his birthday fairly recently on January 27th. What age do you think Alan turned? Oh, goodness. Alan, don't hate me if I'm wrong. (laughs) Did he turn... 53? No, it's you might be shocked. He turned 58. 58? I was going to say 57, but I didn't want, like, <laughs> like, extreme. You've got to be brutal. You've got to throw Alan's feelings aside and go for the correct answer. That's true. Alan does not care about my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> Question three. In my interview with Angelica... What other reality show had she previously been in the UK to test for? Oh, see, I know this one, The Circle. Yes, it was The Circle, correct. Mm -hmm. Question four. Which one of these is not an existing version of The Traitors? Traitors Belgium, Traitors Finland, or Traitors Spain? Ooh. Is it Finland? Yes, you're correct. Well done. Question five. In episode one of The Traitors, at the round table, Mm -hmm. who sat to your left and your right? Oh, I know this. So, Suri was on my right and Azra was on my left. Yes, absolutely. That would have been weird if you had forgotten that, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) I just, like, blocked out the whole experience. (laughs) Question six. In my interview with Christian, what British foods did he say he loved here? What British food? Hold on. I have to think like what he would have like had there that was like specifically British. And Haggis is not British, right? Haggis is like specifically Scottish, right? Yeah. I tried it. It's gross. <laughs> not a fan. I tried. It was like ugh. Oh gosh, I don't know. Mm-mm-mm. Um, I don't know the tea. British tea. <laughs> I'm afraid not. The answer was shepherd's pie. Shepherd's pie. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I thought that was Irish. I never would have got that. Uh, question seven. Who won the UK Traitors? Was it oh spoiler alert for anyone who's not watched the UK Traitors? I already Skip know forward. I already know. Was it the Traitors me? or the Faithfuls? It was the Faithfuls, and it was Hannah, Merle, and Aaron. Yeah, well done. <laughs> Bonus point. You knew their names and everything. Yes. And can I tell? Can I be honest? I didn't even watch that one. I didn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I just know because I follow them all on Instagram. <clears throat> Question eight. By the way, I am absolutely not keeping a score here. Question eight. Yeah, true right. or false? Alan also presented the UK Traitors. Oh, that's false. It was Claudia with her bangs. Her bangs are very dramatic. Um, She has amazing hair. Question nine. So you were correct. It was not Alan. It was false. Question nine. How many Olympic medals does Ryan Lochte have? Okay. He, oh, I think he has half of the amount that Michael Phelps has. And Michael Phelps has 12. If I'm, so I think he has six. Six gold medals. Wait, hold on. Hold on. He has six gold medals. 
I think. Hold on. Oh, I'm just going to go 12. 12 is coming to mind. He's 12. 12 is correct. Ah! <laughs> Final question. Question 10. How do you spell Geraldine? How do, oh, gosh. I love this. So, oh, gosh. What if I'm wrong? It's <laughs> G-E-R-A-L-D-I-N-E. Geraldine. Yay, you're correct. Well done. You beat Angelica. Angelica spelled it wrong twice. <laughs> Amanda, well done. That was I, I I didn't really keep a score there, but that was pretty good going. I think you I got think most I got of them like right. A C. Yeah. I think you got yeah. like a, a B, a B plus okay. even. All right, perfect. Yeah. Now, before we conclude our other game, the Trader Traitor. Mm-hmm. Is there anywhere? Where can we find you online? What should we check out? You can find me online on Instagram at underscore Amanda Stoner for all of my farm updates and IUI fertility journey. Or, you know, if you just want to see my face because you like it. I mean, I'm on there. Myself. <laughs> Excellent. Now, Amanda, before you go, we have a banishment to conduct. We yeah, were we playing the Trader Traitor throughout this interview. Ooh. Ah. Yes. I have told you a lie. Did you tell me a lie? I did tell you a lie, and I don't know what you could have lied to me about. I'm just like, I have no idea. <laughs> okay, I'll I'll guess your lie first. I've been okay. taking some notes as we've been talking, so I've been writing down a few possibilities. I okay. think you, you either told like an incredibly small, subtle lie or you told a big, huge lie. Um, I'm going to go for the story about Rachel sneaking into your hotel room. Is that the lie? So it's a half lie. <laughs> Is the lie that she hid under the bed? Yes. She hid, <laughs> she, she hid in the bathroom. She hid in the shower. <laughs> but she's still oh my god she actually had like that part was real yes and it's so funny because they were like they're like Amanda have you seen her and I was like no and, <laughs> and the girl like even looked because like the bathrooms that we had like they were like frosted right so like yeah. if anyone was in there and the light was on you'd be able to see them but I had the light turned off and I was like oh my gosh she saw her she saw her and she was like staring <laughs> at the bathroom and she walked out and like Rachel was like whoo you know, yeah, that actually happened, but I hit her in the bathroom. So it was like a subtle lie. Yeah, yeah. Well done. Um, any ideas what I have lied to you about? I don't even know what you could have lied to me about other than um, somebody that you had on your podcast, maybe. Like, maybe you lied about his name or lied about having him on the podcast at all. Oh, God. No, no that was all, all true. I... I was very sneaky. Um, I, I really tricked you because it was one of the answers to the quiz questions. I, I That was wrong and I pretended it was right. Christian did not say that his favourite British food was shepherd's pie. That was no? an invention. Yeah. Did he even say that he had a favourite food? He said he likes fish and chips. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I was literally like, when did he have shepherd's pie? But it must have been on an episode that I wasn't there because we never had shepherd's pie. Yeah, I'm sorry. I made that up. 
Well, Amanda, thank you so much for joining me again on The Trainer. It was so much fun talking to you. You've told us all of the juicy behind-the-scenes gossip that we could have wanted. Um, I will talk to you soon, I'm sure. Take care. Yes. Goodbye. Bye. Hello again, Trader listeners. How awesome was that? Amanda is so cool and lovely and so honest about her time on the Traders US. Now, this really is the last episode I'll be recording on the Traders US Season 1, 100%. However, Season 2 of the podcast is all go and I'm deep diving into every episode of the Traders UK, available to stream on BBC iPlayer and Peacock. And there are 12 of those, two more than the Traders US, so check those out. You can keep up to date with the podcast on Instagram at the Tradar Podcast or Twitter at the Tradar Pod. And a special plea for the final US episode. If you've enjoyed the podcast coverage, please take a little visit to my coffee page online. I research, write, record, edit deal with the distribution of this podcast all completely by myself. I organise guests and operate the social media accounts and I do it because I love the show so much and I'm enjoying everything about the podcast except the amount of hours and organisation this all takes and I'm doing it all for free. In fact, it's costing me money to do it. So if you've been listening in and you want me to keep it up, have a think about visiting ko-fi.com slash Matthew Keeley. That's M-A-T-T-H-E-W-K-E-E-L-E-Y and putting in a wee donation. It's not a subscription or a Patreon or anything like that. It can just be a one-off few pounds or dollars, whatever you think a cup of tea or coffee would cost. I'll put the link in the episode notes on your podcast player. I'll leave you until the next episode of the podcast when I'll be joined by a brand new guest co-host to talk about episode 7 of The Traitors UK. In the meantime, stay faithful. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.